Welcome to Anti-Aging Insights, where age is a state of mind and aging is a treatable condition. And now, here is your host, Dr. Terry Fisher. This episode is all about dermal fillers. If you've been wondering what are dermal fillers, if you've been considering getting dermal fillers, if you know somebody that is considering getting dermal fillers, then this podcast episode is for you. We are going to cover a lot. We're going to cover what they are. We're going to cover the uses of dermal fillers. We're going to talk about how they are actually administered. We're going to talk about some of the risks of dermal fillers. We're going to cover it all. So to start us off, let's talk about what dermal fillers are. Dermal fillers are a really popular cosmetic treatment, and they're used to enhance facial features. They're also used to reduce wrinkles, and they're used to restore volume loss. And these are all things that can happen as we age. In particular, the fat pads that we have in our face, those can decrease in volume as we get older, and dermal fillers are a non-surgical way to restore that youthful appearance. They tend to be very safe and very effective, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of the risks a little bit later on in this podcast. But the key thing here is that the treatment with dermal fillers does not require any surgery. These are procedures that are done in an office by a qualified healthcare practitioner, and it's done through the use of very small needles or cannulas. Dermal fillers are different types of injectable substances that are used to add volume and shape to various parts of the face. This can include everything from the top to the bottom of the face. Some of the more common places that will be injected with dermal fillers include temples, cheeks, under the eyes, otherwise known as the tear troughs. You can even do non-surgical rhinoplasties or essentially non-surgical nose jobs with fillers. You can improve nasolabial folds. You can improve marionette lines. You can improve the chin. You can improve jaw definition. There are lots of different places that you can use filler. And again, when you inject filler, they're being used to smooth out wrinkles, the lines and the folds in the face, and improve the volume in the face. Now, there are actually a number of different types of substances that make up fillers. The most common ones are made of hyaluronic acid. This is a type of substance that is naturally in the body, and this is a way to supplement the hyaluronic acid. There are many different types of brands, and even among the hyaluronic acids, there are different types, and they have different properties. Some of them are very fluid, very liquid-like, and these are fillers that are known to have what's called low G prime. And there are other fillers that are a little bit more stiff and can add a little bit more shape, structure, and definition. And again, depending on where the filler is going to be administered, that is one of the key factors in deciding which type of filler to use. There are also other types of fillers made of calcium hydroxylapatate, as well as polylactic acid, and PMMA. These are also used for various types of treatments, but for the purpose of this podcast, we're going to focus on hyaluronic acid because these are the most common, and these are typically the types of fillers that people will first use when they are starting to do a filler treatment, particularly for the first time. As I mentioned, hyaluronic acid is a natural substance, and it's found in the body, and it's responsible for retaining moisture and the plumpness in the skin. 
When it comes to choosing one, again, the viscosity, the durability, the biocompatibility, and lots of other factors go into deciding which filler is correct for the particular person and for the particular area. And again, you, this is gonna be a recurring theme. This is why it is so important to choose to have your filler done by somebody who is familiar with all this and has experience and is knowledgeable in the use of the different types of fillers. Now let's talk a little bit more about how the fillers are used. As I mentioned, they're used for a number of different cosmetic applications. Probably one of the most common ones is to add volume and contour to the cheeks. As I mentioned, as we age, the fat pad tends to decrease in volume and it also tends to drop a little bit. And so by adding filler in a strategic location to the cheeks, you can bring that cheek appearance to be more full and more youthful. Another very common use of filler is in the use of the hollow in the under eye, which can give people the appearance of being very tired. This again, known as the tear troughs, can be filled with filler, and this provides generally a much more refreshed and less tired look. You can also use filler to enhance lips. This is a very interesting area to use for filler because there are so many different types and shapes of lips, and depending on what your preference is, it's very important to make this preference known with your healthcare provider that's providing the filler so that they can design a treatment plan for you that will enhance your lips in the way that you want it to. As I mentioned, you can also use filler to restore volume loss in the temples and also sometimes for the improvement of the appearance of scars and other fine lines and wrinkles. Now, how do we get the filler into a person's face in the area where we want to do it? There are two main ways. The first one is with a short needle, and this is done for specific areas of the body where we want to have direct control over a specific location of where we want a bolus of filler to be deposited. A bolus is just another fancy way of saying a deposit of filler in a specific area. Another way of administering the filler is to use what's known as a cannula. So in the case of a cannula, a small puncture is made in the skin with a needle, similar to as if we were just using the needle, but then a cannula is a little bit longer instrument, but it's got a blunt end, and you use that to go down underneath the skin, and this is actually a safer way to avoid blood vessels in certain cases. And I'll describe a little bit more about why that is important when we get to the area on the risks. These treatments are actually relatively quick. They can take anywhere from a few minutes to half an hour to an hour, depending on how many different areas of the face are being treated at one time. Now, some of the benefits of these fillers, well, I mentioned already, these are essentially non-invasive. Yes, they do involve a needle, but it is not surgery by any stretch of the imagination. And that means that these are a non-invasive alternative to surgery and require very little downtime. Another really interesting thing about the dermal fillers is that you can see immediate results. So literally, when you come into the clinic to have a treatment done, we take pictures of you before, we do the treatment, and then we take pictures right afterwards, and you can put those pictures side by side and see the change immediately after the treatment, which can be extremely uh, satisfying and gratifying, both for you, the patient, and also for the clinician when we get to see your reaction to the treatment. Dermafillers 
can be long-lasting, and they can last anywhere between 6 to 18 months, depending on the type of filler used. And it's very personalized. So depending on, again, your particular concerns, we can address those using different types of fillers, and we can achieve a very customized result. And finally, derma fillers have very low risk of side effects when administered by an experienced healthcare provider. But we need to talk about that, and I want to be very frank with you about the side effects of fillers and the potential risks. So with any injection, there's always the risk of some bleeding, of some bruising, of some swelling, and also possible infection at the injection site. Now we do everything that we can to control those uh, risks by cleaning the skin very carefully, by applying pressure if we do get any bleeding at all, and other ways that we can help to minimize those risks. One of the other things that is important to recognize, there is the chance that there could be some lumps or bumps under the skin at the injection site. This can be often dealt with by massage and molding the skin where the filler is. There's also the long-term possibility that filler can migrate from an injection site. This, again, is minimized by injecting the filler into the correct location. And as with any injection, there's always the small risk of some damage to surrounding structures. Now, the most important risk to be aware of with dermal fillers, and I should mention right off the bat that this is extremely rare, but yet it is extremely important that you know about it, is the possibility of injecting the filler into a blood vessel, into an artery by accident. And when that happens, the filler can create what's known as a vascular occlusion. So this is when the blood vessel becomes occluded with the filler. This can then minimize blood flow to the area and that can result in some pain and if this is left long enough, some damage to the surrounding skin. Now there are ways that we minimize this in the clinic. Again, whether we're using a needle or cannula based on the location, we inject very small amounts of filler at a time. We check what's known as capillary refill to check the circulation in the skin. And there are many other things that we can do to minimize this risk. If this does happen, oftentimes we can identify that immediately during the treatment. And in that case, we can use something known as hyaluronidase to dissolve the hyaluronic acid. And this will then open up the blood vessel again. But the downside of this, of course, is that it also dissolves the filler that was just injected. So this is something that we are constantly looking for. This is extremely, extremely rare. Some clinicians go through decades without having any patients with a vascular occlusion, but it is something that we tell all of our patients about. And it's something that I'm very frank about because I want all of my patients to be well-informed. And I want them to know that if this were to happen, that we have a plan of how we would deal with this. So having said all of that, dermafillers are an extremely popular cosmetic treatment. We have patients that do this every day and they are extremely happy with the results that they get. What I do want you to take away from this is that it is important that when you are choosing someone to do your dermafiller treatment is that you look for somebody who puts safety as one of their top priorities. As you may know, I have five pillars of my own medical aesthetics practice and my number one pillar is safety. And so 
I am thrilled to be able to perform these treatments for you. I love seeing the results that we can get together, particularly when they are personalized to what you want. And I also want you to be reassured that all the treatments that I do, and for that matter, all the treatments that all of our healthcare providers do at anti-aging in Vancouver, do so with safety as the number one priority. With that said, dermafillers are a safe and effective way to enhance facial features, to reduce wrinkles, and to restore volume loss, to get that youthful, refreshed appearance. They are non-invasive, and they can provide immediate results that can last anywhere between 6 to 18 months. And so if you are considering dermafillers, then I encourage you to schedule a consultation with any of us at Anti-Aging Medical and Laser Clinic in Vancouver, and uh, I look forward to meeting you really soon. As always, remember to live life well, and I hope to see you really soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Anti-Aging Insights. Stay tuned to discover more of the latest news, treatments, technologies, and developments in non-surgical cosmetic and anti-aging medicine. For more inspiration, to access the show notes, or to book an appointment with Dr. Fisher, Dr. Frame, or any of the other anti-aging professionals, please visit our website at antiagingvancouver.com. Until next time, stay inspired and live life well.